This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. And maybe DK Metcalf will be signing to the Eagles secondary after he scores multiple touchdowns tonight (laughs) in Monday Night Football. I am expecting a big game from him, a little tease there. Uh, So let's look at the line for Monday night. We've got the Seahawks getting three points. Can we get that graphic back on the the screen real quick? Uh, And a total of 45 in Seattle. This has been a brutal stretch for the Eagles. We know they're amidst a two-game losing streak. And also Jalen Hurts is questionable for this game. With an illness. So, Jenks, let's start there. If you're a team that has high hopes for the postseason and -hmm. your starting quarterback, who clearly means a lot to your team, is sick, do you think he guts it out here? I feel like they will do everything they can to try to get Jalen Hurts on the field. It would be different if they were winning all these games and they didn't really have to win games, which, you know, maybe is still the case. But I feel like they have to do something to shake off the vibes. The vibes in Philly right now... Not great. They just fired the defensive coordinator. Now it's Matt Patricia. What's your cool. take here? Well, I'm not sure how I feel about the vibes now that Matt Patricia's taken over. Yeah, that doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. I, 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 I do not want to bet on this game. Jalen Hurts is such a huge factor here. Mm-hmm. Now, if you feel like he's going to play tonight and you feel like he can play well, then sure, roll the dice. But obviously, if he does not, and we just don't know, then the odds will shift. So you're really taking, you're absolutely taking a risk here betting on the Eagles if you don't know how Jalen Hurts is going to perform. And here's the thing, even if he does play, this is when it gets really difficult. He, I think he will play. Jalen Hurts has proven that he's super tough. He's already banged up. I think even through this illness, if he's going to get out there and fly across the country, he will try and play. But then you have to ask yourself the question, all right, if you're coming off an illness and you're sick enough where you couldn't travel with the team, you didn't want to be a contagion, then how effective can you be? We've seen guys gut it out before. They have incredible performances. This is how legends are made. But there's also the possibility that he doesn't play well at all. What was it What was it? just a few weeks ago where Patrick Mahomes had one of the worst performances of his career, and it was very underreported that, yeah, he'd been sick all week. Like he got something flu or something from his wife, his daughter, and he was just under the weather. And people thought, wow, Patrick looks awful. Yeah, he played, but he was sick. So Jalen could come through tonight and have a flu game and be, you know, etch himself in Eagles regular season history. Or he could come out and just not look like himself because he's so worn down. And it's such a huge factor because clearly we're talking about a quarterback here. I I don't know what to do with a side. Yeah, I don't either, especially when there's question marks on both sides of the ball Uh, because Mm -hmm. we don't know if Geno Smith is playing. He's questionable for this game too. So we may get Drew Locke in at quarterback for the Seahawks. So it doesn't feel like a game where I really want to pick a side, although I do think Contagion would be a great nickname for Jalen Hurts. Like what is the one sickness that – I was trying to think, I'm like, of all the sicknesses, like, what would be the worst one to have? And why is he being kept away from his teammates? Like, does he have pink eye? Is it really contagious? I was just going to say that. Jalen, like, we love you, man, but we can't have the entire team have pink eye on their trip to the Seahawks. Although, how intimidating would that be if an entire team had pink eye? And the entire Eagles roster has come up with a protective shield on each individual helmet. It looks like everyone is hiding their eyes. Oh, that would be so gross. 
And you're bringing Bob Who Costas old school. You let him call the game when he had Pink Eye back in the day. Oh, God. Why not? <laughs> Remember that? That was crazy. Oh, yeah. During the Olympics. That was like an yeah. eyesore. Like, pun intended. I did not want to watch that. <laughs> there was somebody who used to wear those red contacts. I think it was Mario Williams who played on the defensive okay. line. He had these red contacts, and he looked like a demon. That's what the Eagles should do. They should lean into it. Be like, yeah, we all got pink eye. We yeah. all have these red eyes. Uh, but back to the game, because uh, I okay. know that's what we're here for. <laughs> so we have a lot of question marks here, and that makes me not want to pick a side or a total. But we were just talking about DK Metcalf. I think this is the way to go, because from a prop standpoint, the thing that sticks out like a sore thumb on the matchup is the fact that the Eagles secondary has been very generous to opposing wide rec receivers. In fact, they're one of the leakiest secondaries, and now they have a new defensive coordinator in Matt Patricia. So if you look at the grid, the Eagles giving up the most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. I think DK Metcalf is due for a big day. If you look at some of his game logs, he's had some off games. You've got to remember last game he got ejected before he could finish the game. And also, the two games that stick out are the games against the Niners, who are probably the best mm -hmm. defense in the NFL. Of course, he's not going to have big days against them. But the last time DK Metcalf squared off with the Eagles secondary, he went for a buck 77. So I'm going to take over on his receiving prop of 61 and a half over at BetMGM. The only sabotage factor is sometimes when it comes to the Seahawks, you have to choose mm -hmm. between DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Because obviously, either one of those guys could have a massive day. But I do feel like with this Eagle secondary, you have to pick on them, at least in some way. So I'll go with DK Metcalf. Oh, I like that. I I have one prop, and I don't know if I like it or not. <laughs> this game, I this is just a game, I'll be honest with you. Yes, it's Monday Night Football, and yes, you want some action on the game. I get that. But at least for me personally, this is one of those games where there's just too many unknowns for me to bet this game with confidence. I will say this. Something that I like, and it's a bit of a roll of the dice here, but I kind of like it. Kenneth Gainwell, over eight and a half receiving yards. Here's the thing. He didn't have a single target last week against the Cowboys, and because of that, I think there's some value here. Before that, he had hit it in three of his last five games, but Seattle allows the 10th most receiving yards to running backs in all of the NFL. And if you're talking about maybe Jalen Hurts not playing, you're going to want to dump it off to your running back, right? We see this all the time with backup quarterbacks, maybe a quarterback who isn't feeling well. You, you've got a Seattle defense that tends to do this on a regular basis, so all you really need is one catch and one decent run, and you hit this, so... Also, if you're talking about the Eagles and how their offense has performed over the past few weeks, early in the season, it was DeAndre Swift getting the most targets out of the backfield. That is switched to Kenneth Gainwell over the past few weeks. So I would go over eight and a half receiving yards. Not my favorite play, but something does stand out to me. Those ones are always enticing because they can get it in one catch. But I've learned this the hard way. I had Tajay Spears in a similar situation for the Titans. Uh, and what do you know? He only had one catch and did not get his prop. So those ones can be tempting, but also, you know, there's a chance he goes over. So I see yeah. what you're talking about, and the matchup certainly does suggest it. But here's the other thing. Should we be playing any props at all if we don't know who's playing quarterback? Yeah, that's the thing. If you like a DK Metcalf prop, you certainly do. Awesome. But what if Geno Smith doesn't play? If you like an A.J. Brown prop, 
than, especially if you're talking about a big-time receiver. I like Kenneth Gainwell either way because you're talking about a guy coming out of the backfield. But if you're talking about a big-time receiver and he's not going to have a starting quarterback play, then it would. I'm not saying it's not the right call to make, but it would certainly give me pause. Well, I think Drew Locke does throw it to T- DK uh, DK Metcalf, though, because that's the thing. Drew Locke is yeah. not somebody who is starting for the first time because that's a trend that we've been seeing in the NFL is trying to handicap some of these quarterbacks that we just don't have much of a sample size on. Drew Locke is at least somebody that we know about, even though I would expect maybe not, but I feel like it's a primetime game. I would hope both of these quarterbacks will play just for my personal viewing pleasure uh so we'll see i'm gonna stick with dk though uh as my best play of monday night football for more listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts